Welcome to another episode of the Two Shots Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Garcia, and today we're going to be joined by our very special guest. You know him as the lead Spurs writer for the Spurs Zone for News 4 San Antonio. We are going to be joined by Jeff Garcia. How are you doing, Jeff? Hey, I'm doing good, Joe. Uh, good to be on your show, Two Shots Podcast. Oh, yeah. It's always it's always kind of weird, you know, because I'm always making uh, frequent appearances on, you know, the Lockdown Spurs <laughs> podcast, and you're hosting that, and then it's kind of, you know, things get twisted around a little bit when I'm hosting and you're yeah. part of mine. So it's it's all good. It's just it's just yeah, a little weird at times. <laughs> well, the, the, the common denominator is, uh, is uh, the uh, Spurs and what's going on with them. So I think you and I can always have time to talk about that, no matter if it's on two shots or locked on. True enough. So speaking of the Spurs, the Spurs have a game coming up. And this is going to be a preview of the Spurs and Bucks game. Now, we don't know the outcome, and I'm going to be honest, of the, the Spurs and Hawks game because this is being recorded prior to that game. But we thought, you know, hey, we already know that game's going to occur. So I thought, yeah. hey, why not just preview the, the upcoming Spurs and, and Bucks game? So depending on the outcome of the Spurs-Hawks game, this it can be a, a very pivotal game for the Spurs because they're either going to be, you know, extending that winning streak or they're going to be, you know, kind of licking their wounds from a loss. So I'm hoping it's the latter, that we're celebrating another victory and not a loss. But what are the Spurs going to have to do against this surging Bucks team? I mean, this Bucks team has been oh the tops in the East, and they're, they're a beast. And now they have insider information with, uh, you know, Paul Gasol joining the team. So how, what do you think we need to do uh, to, to gear up for this Bucks game? Gonna have to try to contain Pau Gasol. Just kidding. Uh, obviously, it, obviously, it begins and ends with the big man, uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo, uh, the Greek freak. He is just a force. He's a freak of nature. He's an MVP candidate. The guy can almost do it all on the court on both ends. The only thing is that he cannot make an outside shot to save his life. So let's go start off with the obvious: slowing him down as best they can, force him to take outside shots force him to score um, away from the paint, away from the basket, and that's a tall task. The guy can take two steps from practically the three-point line and get to the rim without even being called traveling. Um, so if I'm the Spurs, I'm going to this game with a focus on him and having the other Bucks players try to, you know, beat the Spurs. Uh, you know, they're going to uh, Lopez, et cetera, et cetera. So, Get the ball out of uh, Giannis's hand as best they can and cross your fingers that he doesn't explode and go supernova on San Antonio. Yeah, that's all you can do in, when you have a, a superstar in, in Anis Antetokounmpo. Um, mm -hmm. Because, I mean, trying to slow him down, I mean, we really don't have anybody that can, can match up against him because, I mean, the guy's a beast. He's, you know, unusually athletic and he's, you know, tough as they come. He's built like a tank, and if he wants to get to the rim, yeah. there's not much you can do other than maybe get out of the way so you're not becoming a poster, you know, and you're you're coming out on, a, let's say, some other network as a highlight, as part yeah. of the highlight reel. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, that's all the Spurs can really do is just uh, do their best defensively on Giannis, and, and that's all any team can do. It doesn't matter if you're the Spurs, uh, the Thunder, the Rockets, the Knicks, whoever. Yeah, this is a guy who is just putting up uh, numbers across the board. And that's all the Spurs can do. But after that, you know, it's obviously slowing down Eric Bledsoe. He 
recently inked a, a lucrative deal with uh, Milwaukee. In his first game after signing an extension, he exploded for uh, you know quite an offensive game. Uh, and, uh, you know, this guy can, can light it up from deep, and he can get to the rim. He's strong. He's built like a tank. So the perimeter defenders will have to try to slow him down as well. Obviously, we're looking at Derek White uh, with the uh, task of slowing down Bledsoe. Yeah, that's going to be a tall order. You know, he's going to have his hands full with Bledsoe, no doubt. But, you know, I think uh, White is up to the task, though. He's been a beast on the defensive end. You know, he's been swarming, uh, you know, mm -hmm. as far as with his – he's been – he's had this, like, swarming defensive surge lately where he's really getting yeah, after yeah. it. And he's even had some blocks, and I'm just like, oh, you know, wow, the, the guy can – can really play defense when he wants to, you know? So during that three-game homestand when the Spurs, you know, were perfect at the AT&T Center, I mean, he looked he looked impressive, you know? And I think he's catching the eye of not just Spurs fans in general, but of, you know, yeah. of the eye of, of some of the people in the media across the nation. They've kind of made, you know, some remarks saying that, the you know, Derek White has looked quite impressive in the three-game homestand here at, at the AT&T Center. So... I think that trend will continue, Jeff. What do you? What about you? I, I agree with you. I think uh, White, um, he's been uh, tested. Uh, case in point, uh, the recent match versus the Thunder, Russell Westbrook. He really made Westbrook uh, work for his points. Uh, really was almost like a blanket on him defensively. And I think he could do the same. But also, uh, you know, with Milwaukee, you know, they got other players. You know, there's uh, Chris Middleton. You know, he you know is definitely a guy not to be forgotten for Milwaukee. He can hit the outside three. He's long, he's lanky, he can get to the rim. Uh, so the, the Bucks present a, a big issue for San Antonio. Now the good news is, and as, as you mentioned to start the show, we don't know uh, what happened in the Atlanta game. But one thing we do know was before the Atlanta game, uh, Jakob Proto was out, uh, left hamstring soreness. Now there's a good gap. I think there's like two days uh, before the, um, the Bucks-Spurs game after Atlanta. So hopefully that'll give time for Pirtle to rest up and heal up with that hamstring injury because they're going to need him. They're going to need his presence in the middle, protecting the paint, slowing down Giannis, slowing down the penetrators of Milwaukee. I think all in all, the Spurs, it's almost hands on deck. This Milwaukee team is tops in the, in the NBA, one of the best records in the NBA. They're obviously beasts in the East. So the Spurs, the Joe, they got themselves a handful. Yeah, I mean, they're not the tops in the East for, for no reason. You know, this team can really get, af get after it, on not only on the offensive front, but they have a decent defense. You know, I mean, at this point, mm -hmm. they're, they're better than Toronto. They're two games below right now, uh, uh, 50 wins. You know, they're at 48 wins right now. If they win two more times, you know, and hopefully that's not against the Spurs, they hit that 50-win mark. And that's, that's quite impressive for, for this team you know, compared to how they finished their season prior, you know? So I, right. I, they're, they're more, they're very much improved. They're, they're firing on all cylinders. And I would have to say they're probably going to be one of the favorites to be at least in the Eastern conference finals, uh, fighting for a spot to go to the big dance, you know, in, in the NBA finals, I, I fully expect this team to be there in the end, you know, maybe they'll be matched up against, the Raptors, maybe they won't, but I mean, yeah. this team is, is looking like, you know, they're going to be one of the the Eastern Conference teams that you're going to have to keep an, an eye on, no doubt. I mean, no, I said the Pacers not so much because I think they're, they have they have their injuries, so I think they're going to fall off a little bit. 
uh, historically, Milwaukee has always presented the Spurs issues, whether that be in San Antonio or in Milwaukee. Good news is they are playing in Milwaukee and San Antonio, so we know about the Spurs and their phenomenal record at home heading into the game versus the Bucks. Uh, they are 25 and seven overall, and against the East, they're six and four in San Antonio. So the Spurs will have that edge for them now. The problem is, though, is overall, San Antonio has lost four straight to Milwaukee. Milwaukee just presents an issue for San Antonio. Uh, as of right now, again, this is before the Hawks game, as uh, Joe talked about, the Bucks rank second in NBA in points per game, 117.3. They also rank ninth in defense, uh, holding teams to 108 points per game. The Spurs, on the other hand, are 18th in NBA scoring and 14th in opponents' points per game. So, as of right now, the numbers show that the Spurs could be in trouble uh, versus the Bucks. Yeah, you know, another thing that the Milwaukee Bucks acquired in a trade they had on December 8th, uh, 2018, was uh, George Hill. You know, so it mm-hmm. was like, hmm, that's... Well, well, he's been he's been out of action for quite some time. Yeah, he's been out of action for quite some time. But, you know, the thing is, is that you kind of like his presence as far as his veteran leadership. You know, anytime you can have somebody around the team that can kind of help and teach, you know, the younger generation of player, uh, that's always a plus. Kind of like what they got from us and Paul Gasol. Now, let's be honest, Paul mm-hmm. Gasol's not going to be a, you know... A, a force to be reckoned with with the Bucks, but I think one of the things they did see that was attractive in Paul is he has a reputation of being a great, uh, having a great locker room presence. You know, being a great team mm-hmm. team player, being you know that veteran that can actually you can actually pick his brain and he's willing to to help you become better and divulge some tips and you know and help you uh, evolve your game. Mm-hmm. So I think that's one of the pluses that the, you know, the Bucks got in that Paul Gasol trade is they got some of that, a little bit of the Spurs corporate knowledge, you know, in, in Paul Gasol. And, and there's a big slice of that corporate knowledge uh, in the form of Mike Budenhoser. Oh, yeah. Uh, the uh, the longtime uh, Spurs uh, assistant coach is now the head coach in Milwaukee. He's bringing that Spurs culture uh, into the Bucks. So uh, you add in Kyle Gasol, who has about two and a half seasons worth of uh, Spurs knowledge. Hey, you know, the, the Bucks are going to take advantage of that. They're going to tap into that. They're going to know the Spurs set. Though, let's face it, everybody in the NBA knows each <laughs> other's sets. But, um, yeah, I mean, Milwaukee just has San Antonio's number. They pretty much have. Yep. So Spurs really got to bring it at the AT&T Center. And I think they will, too. And look, to start the game, too, It'll be uh, a little bit of a poignant moment uh, when I'm expecting it. I'm hoping Spurs fans welcome back Pau Gasol with open arms, not like Kawhi Leonard, uh, despite the fact that uh, maybe he didn't sit well with uh, Spurs fans who didn't like his contract, who didn't like his, uh, I guess, non-input uh, production versus in, in games when he was a Spur. But I expect the Spurs fans to give him a nice round of applause, Joe. I expect them to do the same thing, and I expect the Spurs to have some type of a video tribute to be respectful yeah. to towards uh, Paul. Because, you know, yeah. regardless of how you felt about Paul Gasol, he was nothing but a, a, a constant professional with the San Antonio mm-hmm. Spurs. You know, he wasn't a distraction like he who shall not be named the fake number two who quit on the <laughs> team. Paul Gasol actually wanted to play. 
you know, and it was just unfortunate. You know, he came to us a little bit too late and he got the contract that he did and it was no fault of his own. The Spurs were willing to give him the money, so he took it. He's a smart guy, mm-hmm. you know, who's not going to take that type of deal. But in the end, you know, he yeah. just wasn't a good fit and it's business is business and he understands that. So I wouldn't see why Spurs fans wouldn't at least give him a round of applause and, you know, keep the booze to a minimum. I mean, he didn't do the team wrong by any means. You know, it's just something that needed to be done business wise. It was just not a good fit because, you know, we had the surgeon, the resurgence right now of, uh, you know, Yaka Portal doing a great job. Mm-hmm. I mean, if anything, the Spurs fans should applaud him for you know, being the the constant professional, as I just stated. So mm-hmm. I think that's going to happen, Jeff. I don't I don't expect them to give uh, Paul Gasol any hate, you know. <laughs> nah, nah give... I, I think I think it'll be uh, calm waters. And I think the Spurs fans will give him a nice uh, round of applause. As they should, as they should, you know. But let's go ahead and talk about another subject, because this is something that is the wave of the future here in the NBA. Mm-hmm. There's something else, you know, that a uh, few fans really don't know what's going on, you know, and this is going to be the esports arena that we're going to be talking about mm-hmm. right now. Esports, mm-hmm. if you don't know esports, you need to, because this is a billion dollar industry and it is becoming big business, especially now that some of these teams in the NBA, a lot of, you know, people don't really know they're, they're acquiring their own pro leagues. You know, they, these NBA teams like the Dallas Mavericks, they have a, a very prominent uh, foothold in the esports arena mm-hmm. because they have one of the better teams, you know, for mm-hmm. the NBA that, you know, they, they play esports. They they go head to head in the NBA 2K arena, you know, so mm-hmm. it's almost as popular nowadays. It, it's it's becoming more and more mainstream just as professional yeah. basketball and, you know, professional sports in general. They even just recently they had a, a draft and you were part of that, Jeff. I mean, why don't you let us know what happened there? Yeah, so uh, a little background, um, Joe uh, introduced uh, the NBA uh, as, uh, under their umbrella, a 2K league, uh, basically a basketball video gaming league. To give it like the NBA has the G League, and the, the NBA has the 2K league. Very similar, same, they, everybody gets the issue, uniforms, yes, there are uniforms, there's combines, there's spring training, if you will, there's uh, film sessions, and they recently had a draft, the 2019 NBA 2K League draft in Brooklyn, New York. And it's, think of an, a typical NBA summer draft with the college players, the exact same way with professional gamers. Uh, only 1% of all applicants will get picked. And in this year, there's only 74 slots. So you may think you have the skills on the controller, but you haven't seen this type of level of competition. Now, in order to get a team, an NBA team has to ask for one. The San Antonio Spurs do not have one. They have not asked for one. The league has been around now going on two years, and Dallas is the only team that has an NBA, uh, an NBA 2K league. Not San Antonio, not Houston. Um, there are what, 17, 18, 21, about 21 or 22 of the 30 NBA teams own a 2K league franchise. The defending champs are the New York Knicks, uh, their gaming team. Uh, they won the purse last year, and they'll be looking to defend. Uh, so basically, how does this work? Uh, well, it's about a three, three-and-a-half-month season. It begins in April, starting early this year. And um, they have uh, – think of season – think of a season within a season. So there's like three breaks 
and uh, there's like a one week, a bye week where everybody doesn't play. There's one where, okay, they kind of like kind of a round robin month and a half. And then, you know, then it gets to the nitty gritty, the middle month, and then the break, and then the final stretch to the uh, postseason or the playoffs. Uh, they have to, they being the teams, they have to play in New York City. So, for example, the Dallas team may be based in Dallas, but all their games have to be played in New York City. So they have to travel and they play in this uh, complex called, quote unquote, the arena. So it's basically the most sophisticated e-gaming arena, uh, at least in New York City, probably not, probably uh, the entire nation. And that's the only way the games will be sanctioned. So what's going on now is uh, this thing is getting steam. It's, it's a, as Joe mentioned, it's a high dollar thing. It generates a lot of revenue. Uh, slowly but surely, uh, NBA teams are picking up franchises. This year, there's been an expansion of four teams, the Lakers, the T-Wolves, the Nets, and I'm forgetting the last one, so forgive me. I think it's either um, Brooklyn. Let me just recap. Brooklyn, Los Angeles, the Timberwolves, and one other team. Uh, so forgive me. I forgot off the top of my head. But uh, So the league is expanding, and players are getting more sophisticated. It's making history. And in the 2019 draft, the first female gamer was drafted by the Warriors gaming team. So that was another uh, historic move in that arena. And the San Antonio Spurs still are behind the times. They have not asked for one. And I spoke to the managing director of the T of the NBA 2K League, and he told me that they're pretty safe just waiting for the Spurs. They want the Spurs to join. And, you know, he counts it by saying, okay, fine. They'll be ready when they're ready. They'll let us know. But they're eager for the Spurs to join. Uh, the closest you're going to get to it this season is the Spurs hosted an e-gaming tournament on March 28th in, um, I'm sorry, March 16th. I'm sorry, March 16th at the AT&T Center. But that's it. So could that be a testing ground? Maybe. Um, San Antonio did open up an e-gaming complex uh, on Port San Antonio. Uh, which can host a tournaments like uh, what you see in New York City, although the March 16th will, will be at the at Center, not this new complex. So the signs are there. And when the director found out about the new uh, quote-unquote complex, because uh, it's just not made yet, it's, it's in development, he thought that was a good step and a good sign of the things to come. So the Spurs don't have a team, at least not yet. I was told that they are expected to have one soon what does soon mean we don't know could happen as soon as after this this season maybe next season just don't know yet so but joe i mean you're aware of this the gaming community in san antonio is starting to grow yeah it is starting to grow and i actually talked with chris science chris science is mm -hmm. part of a play live nation and play live nation mm -hmm. is is working in conjunction with you know the at&t center and of course the spurs organization themselves which, you know, reached out to uh, Play Live Nation and asked them, you know, hey, would, you know, they'd be interested in, in, in kind of like joining forces and having this type of event come to, of course, the AT&T mm -hmm. Center. So this is a great stepping stone. I, I talked with Chris. He's a great guy, you know, and if you guys want to have, a, you know, a good time at a game, a Spurs game, especially it's on a Saturday, uh, go ahead and check this out. I mean, they even have, yeah. he has an event and you can check that out on the Facebook page of Play Live Nation and get more information about purchasing a ticket to actually see the esports tournament that they have 
prior to the game. And then with your ticket purchase, you get to see the Spurs game, which is going to be a good one, by the way, where they host uh, the Portland Trailblazers. So you not only get to see something different in East in an eSports tournament, but you also get to stay and see a, a heck of a game with the Spurs facing up against uh, the Portland Trailblazers. So definitely, you know, check that out. I'm, I'm sure you have more information in regards to that as well, because you 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 did an article in regards to this. Did you did you not, Jeff? Yeah, yeah. Um, um, you're talking about the tournament. Yes, about, the right? tournament. Yeah, yeah. So basically, it starts at noon. There's a select a number of games, a different type of genres that will be played. Um, obviously, Fortnite. I think that's the big one the kids love nowadays. Uh, that's going to be one. The Smash, uh, the Super Mario Smash uh, game, where I think they just pretty much everybody just fights for each other. It's a big melee. So there's going to be fun uh, things. There's a, there's a giveaway, a, a raffle for a LaMarcus Aldridge autographed uh, jersey. So there's just so much going on right now. Yeah, they're giving away uh, Spurs but, swag, and I think you can even uh, yeah. have an opportunity to come down to the court after the game and shoot a free throw. So, I mean, that's that's one thing that Spurs fans can experience as well. Yeah, it should be a good night. You know, I mean, uh, as Joe mentioned, you can just go to Play Live, Play Live Nation's uh, website. Uh, there's a sign-up there. Uh, join. But as far as the, the big boys, the NBA 2K League, it's, it's it's something I think the Spurs should uh, dive into. Um, you know, I, maybe they're a little hesitant. They don't understand it. Maybe they don't think that the there's a the good base of that in San Antonio to support a team. Uh, but as of right now, the Spurs are they're one of the very very few teams now that do not have one. And that's no slight at them. You know, maybe they just you know might want to focus on the on the the team team itself, the Spurs. But, you know, I think the Austin Spurs, their G League affiliate, they get good numbers. You know, when you look at the videos, you see a lot of fans turning out. And, you know, the Spurs, San Antonio Spurs fans like to keep tabs on how the Austin players are doing. And I think this will work in the, in the right direction as well. I think, uh, you know, a San Antonio gaming team would, be, would do well. Uh, the thing is, though, is that that team has to provide all the equipment. That team has to provide the uniforms. That team has to provide the room and board, the travel. The, the, they get health care. They get a paycheck. They get paid to play video games, Joe. And if they go to the championship and win it, as of right now, the purse is well over $1 million. Wow. So this is a very, very big thing. But the thing is, the Spurs want to commit financially to a gaming team. Dallas. The Dallas gaming team, I was told, uh, is, has really bought in. The Mavericks, that is, have really oh, yeah. bought into their gaming team. Yeah, they give them as if like they're rock stars, like they like they're Dirk Nowitzki or they're Luka Doncic. That's how they treat them. Yeah, and they even and have a state of the art training center as well. I mean, Mark Cuban's pumped a lot of money into that. Yeah, so uh, I mean, if the Spurs want to contend in, in that in that arena, uh, in this E arena, if you will, uh, you know, it looks like. Um, it's something the Spurs would want to consider. Uh, but as of right now, they're just uh, in a holding pattern. I was told that the Spurs have gotten quiet about it. and that, But I did hear that they had been, prior to getting quiet, that they were very active and trying to talk with the NBA 2K League about the ins and outs, how they work, et cetera, et cetera. But since those last discussions, it's gone quiet. Maybe the Spurs just focusing on the season, and then we'll dial back into this once the season is over. Yeah, I'm sure that that's 
something that'll be on the on the table uh, probably for next mm-hmm. season. There's no need to kind of rush into things, and that's not the Spurs way. But you know, I I, I do anticipate that at some time in the near future, possibly by next season, we'll see the the re, the emergence of a esports team, uh, professional mm-hmm. team at that. You know, being part of the Spurs organization, which I think is a great thing because it would really uh, bridge that gap between the younger generation and what's going on now, you know, cause it, yeah. gaming's big, you know, even if you're somebody who's a little bit older, I mean, you've played video games. So this is something mm-hmm. that's not going away anytime soon. And it'd be really nice to see the Spurs get into this uh, arena. You know, I, I'm, I, for one, am excited about the future and, and with the possibilities that this new sports uh, event or this arena can bring not only to you know inspire the younger generation but what can it do for the city as far as bringing mm-hmm. different you know well, well and, and then it, it'll tap into the younger uh, fan base yeah uh, that's I really think it'll be a, just a younger fan base to tap into and uh, you know why not you know why not just just try it out and if it doesn't work it doesn't work and you know, just part ways but almost all, all 30 teams are in this San Antonio looks like uh, they just haven't dived in yet. Yeah, but we're we're both probably thinking that that'll happen sometime in the near future. Yeah, I, I, I think it's inevitable. I think it'll happen. Yeah, so getting back to Spurs talk, we're going to go ahead and end this segment. by I'm going to ask you a quick question. Do we know that the Spurs at this point in the season, you know, month of March and April, this when they really make their push and they really come together as a team and they start getting, you know, more polished and ready for, you know, the playoffs. Right now, the Spurs are eighth in the West, you know, looking to make some headway, and they're looking really good right now. So the thing is, right now, if the Spurs were to start the playoffs, they'd be facing off against the Golden State Warriors, which nobody wants in the first round of the playoffs. But if they were the seventh seed, they would match up, I think, nicely against a team in the and called the Denver Nuggets, which they mm-hmm. winded up beating on Monday. You know, and they played really well against them. I think that would be a more exciting matchup that could possibly go the full seven games and, and be very entertaining uh, to watch as, as you know, somebody who loves basketball. You you want com- competition. I think that can happen with the Spurs matching up against the Nuggets. If any team falls out of the eighth seed in the West, it's pretty much a date with um, <laughs> early vacation. Bring out the you know, brooms. That's pretty much what it is. Yeah, it, it's... It's, it won't be pretty. So you want to avoid that uh, slot. Uh, however, moving up to seventh is still good. It's better than playing the Warriors, you know, whether that be the Nuggets or the Thunder or uh, the Blazers, who, whichever team falls to number two. Uh, the Nuggets, as much as the Spurs uh, beat them, and they did, yes, they got a win, but it was a very slim win. Uh, I think playing on the road, the Spurs would have to play on the road. And I think that will be an issue if the Spurs' road issues continue to end the regular season. Denver's strong at home. Uh, same thing goes for a Blazers team. I mean, whichever team the Spurs draw, they'll have to play on the road. And it's going to be an upper-crust team in the West. That's an issue. you know. Unless the Spurs can fix what's wrong with them away from Sydney, San Antonio – then yeah, go for it. But as of right now, I, I think the Spurs really got to focus on that area. Winning outside of San Antonio, they're not going to have home court advantage. And um, yeah, avoid eight seed. Fix your road issues and avoid the eight seed. I think that's what the doctor should prescribe right now for San Antonio. Yeah, I'd rather much watch the Spurs 
go head-to-head against somebody in the Denver Nuggets than having them go against OKC. Yes, the Spurs beat yeah. you know OKC the last time. Yeah, they were without Paul George, and I'm not going to say, oh, it doesn't count as mm. a win. No, it was a win. You know, whether they're superstars there or not, you know, the Spurs did what they needed to do to beat OKC, and they did a great job at that. But as far as history tells us, you really don't want a Spurs-OKC matchup with the Spurs starting on the road against this team, given the history that they have. I would much rather them go up against a a younger team who really hasn't been tested in the playoffs in the Denver Nuggets. You know, I think I like the Spurs' chances as far as advancing better with the Nuggets than with OKC. So as far as, you know, the Spurs making a push, I think they're really going to stay where they're at right now, Jeff. I think they're not going to move up any higher than the seventh seed. I think going for the sixth seed would be kind of a stretch at this juncture in the season, given how many games are left on the schedule. And the Spurs are still, they still have what, after this Bucks game, they're still going to play seven more games on the road, you know? So given the yeah. time constraint and what they have to work with, I think, you know, realistically, they'll probably stay at seven. Maybe if they, they can't, they'll, they'll, they'll fall to the eighth seed. But I really would love to see them at the seventh spot. And what are your expectations uh, for this Spurs final push in the season? You think they're going to pretty much stay at the eighth or the seventh seed? Or do you think they'll make a little push and maybe even go as high as six? Uh, I, I see them falling out of the December or eighth. Uh, I, I think I would not be surprised if they do land eight. I think uh, it should that happen, all fingers will be pointed to what happened to the Rodeo Road Trip, uh, the disaster that was the Rodeo Road Trip. And I think that would be the Spurs undoing. Um, they'll have a date with the Warriors and then, well, you know, be early vacation. But outside of that, though, you know, they got some very winnable games uh, left on the regular season schedule. Uh, they should beat them, Atlanta being one. Um, you know, uh, the Cavaliers. Probably, uh, the Cavaliers, the Knicks. I think they uh, played the Knicks the twice Knicks, as well. Gets revenge on the Knicks. Well, they got them one more time. So okay, there's a lot of winnable games. So if they can just beat the team they should beat, I think they'll be fine and hopefully secure that seventh seed. If not, then yeah, I mean we all know what's going to happen if they fall to eight. Uh, there's no reason to talk about it because we know what will happen. So um, we'll see what happens, Joe. I mean the Spurs still got a few games left on their on their schedule. They, they know what they got to do. They just got to go out and do it. Yeah, and they need to make the playoffs, man, because, you know, Fiesta and Spurs go hand in hand, and I want to eat my chicken <laughs> on a stick and be wearing my Spurs gear, you know, and having oh, fun and at Fiesta. Oh, you your chicken on a stick while in tears. No, man, it won't be the same, bro. I wouldn't even go to Fiesta <laughs> if the Spurs aren't in, you know, if the Spurs aren't in the playoffs. It's just not the same. It's like you can't have Fiesta without the Spurs in the playoffs. It's a staple here in in San Anto, in San Antonio. You know, it goes hand in hand. You you know this, Jeff. You're you're yes, a, you do. know you're a, a San Antonio guy. You know you're from here, so you know what what it's all about. Everybody wearing their yeah. Spurs gear at Fiesta, chicken on a stick, the medals, stick. Yeah, oh, yeah, the medals, and uh, cheering on the Spurs and the playoffs. It goes hand in hand. But it's looking kind of dicey this year, uh, Joe. Yeah, hopefully you know the Spurs will make it, make a push, and I fully expect them to be in the playoffs so I can enjoy my, my chicken on a stick and, uh, you know, an expensive beer, you know, <laughs> I like, um, I like going to Nyosa and then going to the French quarters. Uh, I like the food. Oh, out there. okay. I like that yeah. too. I, I like going, my thing is Nyosa. Yes. The French quarter, but then I like going to the German section because 
you know what, man? They have some damn good beer out there, man. Oh, well, don't forget about the middle of La Vita. They got the that eye that the, I guess the country or the the western. Oh yeah, yeah. Like pretty much. Uh, I mean, that's where everybody meets, and it's just that big open area. Yeah, that's so, where you go to get um, some breathing room. You, you know, you can you can spread out your arms yeah. a little bit, man, because in the other areas, you know damn well you're going to be crunched, man. Yeah, it's shoulder to shoulder if you're outside that area. If you're on the edge of the outer edges of uh, the Market Square, I mean, the Market Square, La Vita, then you're going to get crunched. Yeah, you're going to be like that scene from Star Wars, Jeff. You know, the the trash compactor, man. Yeah, that's what it feels that's like. That's pretty much what it is. Yeah, you get <laughs> uh, smashed up. But uh, hopefully the Spurs won't disappoint and uh, there'll be some Spurs playoff action yep. uh, around Fiesta time. Yep, and that's what we're all hoping for. So before we go ahead and end this episode of the Two Shots Podcast, let the people know where they can go and interact with you on social media and also see all the great content that you have coming out, not only for News 4, but the Spurs Zone in general. Yeah, Spurs Zone, uh, News 4 San Antonio, fox29sanantonio.com. Uh, from the Spurs and the e-gaming to what's the latest with Davis Bertans uh, to... How did the how did the Hawks and the Spurs do? Uh, it's all there at the Spurs Zone. Go check it out. Follow me on Twitter at Jeff G Spurs Zone, and I'd love to hear from you. What are your thoughts on the San Antonio Spurs and the season and the future? And there you go. And of course, you can catch us, you know, at Two Shots Podcast, all spelled out: T W O S H O T S Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and you can also check out the great content content that we have from our family of podcasters on the Two Shots. SA to that's going to be two shots essay.com. That's our great website that we just finished revamping and upgraded a little bit. So give us a, uh, you know, a look on that. And like I said, tune in and listen to the great family of podcasters that we have out there. So for Jeff Garcia, I'm Joe Garcia. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the two shots podcast. And like we always say, spread the love, stop the hate and be kind. We're out. Peace.